What's going on, everyone? It's your host, Brent Aiken, again on Listen, Watch, Discuss, the podcast where I review TV shows, movies, music, and discover what's new with the entertainment industry. Tonight, I'm going to be reviewing the latest episode of South Park, the pandemic special. Enjoy. I hope everyone's uh, having a good weekend and enjoying the weather. I know I have. It's been a nice change of pace from the constant warm weather we've been having back in September. (laughs) Um, Still sunny, cloudy, cool. You know, it's finally starting to feel like fall, which I'm glad because it seems like every time around this time of year, every, every year around this time of year, it's still always like 80 degrees and it's just you know, it's like, when's the weather going to, when is, when is it going to get cooler, you know, but I love that it's finally starting to feel like fall, um, but yeah, hopefully everyone's, um, weekend's going well so far, I haven't had much to do, uh, just been working and, uh, watching TV, (laughs) same as always, um, but yeah, tonight I'm going to be reviewing, uh, South Park's latest episode, uh, the pandemic special. This is, uh, their three, the 308th episode. (laughs) So it's crazy to think that South Park's, uh, aired that many episodes. Um, and this premiered, uh, Wednesday, September 30th. So this, this week, um, and it's not, it's a standalone special. I mean, it, it, uh, fits in with the continuity of, the show, like, I mean, it still takes place in South Park, and everything that happened in the previous season, you know, carries over into this episode, but it's, uh, it doesn't, it's not in the new season, uh, it's not, it's not the 24th season premiere, it's just, it takes place in between seasons 23 and 24, uh, and season 24 hasn't been announced yet, so I don't know when it's going to air, but this was a good, this was a good episode to kind of, hold everyone over, or, you know, like to, you know, it was a good episode to, uh, keep everyone satisfied until, uh, you know, the season 24 premieres, so, um, so yeah, it was, um, it was a good episode, and, uh, I guess I might as well go over it, so, uh, (laughs) the, the first, the first, uh, thing we see in the episode is, uh, Butters sitting on his porch, uh, looking sad and wearing a mask. Um, his father Stephen comes out to take the trash, and Butters complains about how, like, like he's upset because uh, they can't go to Build a Bear. Like he wants his parents to take him to Build a Bear, and because he hasn't been since March. And you know they're they're I think they're like either well Butters says later in the episode that it's October, but the episode aired at the end of September. So yeah, I guess it's like the end of September mid October or early October, end of September, uh, beginning of October, uh, somewhere around there. Uh, and Steven's like, no, but as we can't go, <laughs> he's like, we can't go to build a bed, but as you know, and, uh, <laughs> his dad, his dad's such a jerk to, uh, to him, but I don't know. It's, I always crack up whenever he just berates his son. Um, <laughs> and then, and then Steven, uh, sees a bunch of people walking down the road walking past his house and he criticizes them because they're not wearing their masks over their faces. He's like, Hey, you sp- you know, you're supposed to wear the mask over your mouth and nose. You're not supposed to be wearing a chin diaper, <laughs> which I thought was, I thought was pretty funny because I don't know if anyone's ever referred to pe- people wearing masks on their chin as chin diapers, but I, that was an interesting 
you know, uh, name for that. I, I, I didn't even, I, I'm, you know, I feel like Trey Parker and Matt Stone came up with that or one of their friends, uh, called someone who was wearing their masks like that, you know, uh, as a chin diaper and they just put it in the episode. That's, that's what I feel like. But that, that is, that is funny, um, that they came up with that or that they put, or, or even if they didn't come up with it, that they put that, <laughs> that line in the episode. Um, so yeah, so he sees a crowd walking by his house and he's like, what's going on? And, um, and it turns out that in the park, uh, Randy is putting on a show <laughs> or not a show, but he's, well, I guess it is a show, but he's, uh, he's advertising, uh, his new pandemic special because, um, well, for like the last season and a half or two seasons, I think it was season 22, but anyway, for like the last season or two, him and he just him and his entire family moved out on the outskirts of South Park and have been living on a weed farm that he called Integrity Farms. Um, integrity is like he got that from, uh, like like uh, he got that from the word integrity. Like uh, the catchphrase was like, "We we have we we have integrity." You know, we have integrity. You know, <laughs> but, but just for short, just integrity. Uh, but yeah, this the last season or two with uh. Randy, Stan, Sharon, and Sheila on the farm has been funny. Um, but anyway, but yeah, he, uh, he announces his, uh, pandemic special of weed, um, at Tegrity Farms. And, uh, <laughs> when, when he gets back home, Sharon just berates him for, you know, seeking to profit from the pandemic. But Randy being Randy doesn't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> just, just as long as he can make more bang for his buck, you know, as long as he can get something out of it. Um, and then we cut to Eric, uh, who breaks out into song. He wakes up and breaks out into song, uh, uh, singing about how he loves social distancing and the pandemic and everything that's going on because he, it gives him a, an excuse to stay at home and avoid actually doing any school related work. Um, and then we see this by, uh, we see this, uh, like a few seconds later when he logs into, uh, into Zoom, and his entire class is there, and the teacher's like, okay, uh, everyone ready to learn, and Eric pretends like his computer's glitching, or Carmen pretends like his his computer's uh, glitching, and then he, and then she's like, okay, the teacher's like, she believes it, you know, because he was faking it that good, and, um, and she's like, okay, uh, Cartman, or Eric, you just listen along, and, you, you know, try to, fo- try to, you know, pay attention, you know, sorry, your camera's lagging and, and, you know, it's glitching and everything. And then he just puts up an iPad with, with the frozen image of him. Like he took a picture of, of his face, like distorted and he put, it puts the iPad in front of the computer. So it looks like he's still there. And then he just goes downstairs, uh, with his, uh, he just goes downstairs and begins eating his favorite food, cheesy poofs with milk, like as cereal, which I thought that was funny. I was like, that is probably not that good tasting, but knowing Cartman, he, he probably eat whatever he, he eats just about anything. Uh, but yeah, so he, he's, uh, he's happy, everything he's eating cereal, he's singing, uh, well, cheesy poofs, but you know, and he's, and he's singing about how much he loves social distancing and what's going on and, um, the benefits from, uh, from the pandemic. I mean, you know, to him and, uh, and then his mother, uh, Leanne comes in and says, Oh hey, school's school's about to open, and then uh, obviously Carmen's like, "Well, I can't have that, you know. I can't have that. What do you mean school's opening? You know, <laughs> like what are you talking about, man? You know, we we can't we can't go back to school, you know. 
<laughs> and, um, and so he's obviously very pissed at that. Um, and then we cut to, uh, we cut back to Tegrity Farms where Sharon, they're eating, I think they're eating cereal or they're eating breakfast or lunch. And, uh, Sharon tells Randy that, uh, her brother Jimbo, Stan's uncle Jimbo, uh, is dying of COVID uh, or has COVID, but Randy being <laughs> the insensitive asshole he can be, uh, just insists the only reason Jimbo's sick is because he's a fat alcoholic who would have been dying anyway, whether there was a disease going around or not, uh, or a virus going around or not. Um, and then they're, and then they, uh, find out on the news that schools are opening back up. Uh, Sharon and Stan are obviously very excited, but, or I mean, Stan and Sheila, I mean, Shelly, sorry, I, <laughs> I don't know why I called her Sheila. Um, Stan and uh, his sister Shelly are obviously excited by the news because they're like, oh, okay, we're, we're kind of going back to normal. But Sharon, being the concerned mother she usually is, is um, is kind of worried about this, you know. Uh, and then they, <laughs> And then there's a news report almost immediately followed by, uh, or following the report about schools opening back up, um, to, um, it, that's, it's the news, uh, talking about how, uh, it's like, oh, well, we found out that, uh, there's a bat in Wuhan in China that, uh, was the reason they started, that started the pandemic. And then Randy, upon hearing this, flashes back to earlier, like, uh, there was this, okay, back in season 23, there was an episode where he went to China and hung out with Mickey Mouse. Uh, so this is, he's, we didn't see this in the flashback he's thinking about. We didn't see this in that season. He's just flashing back to um, some event that happened that we didn't see. But he has a flashback to when he was with Mickey in China. And they got, <laughs> it's, it's so stupid, but it's so hilarious too. They, they ended up getting high and they both had sex with a bat. <laughs> and Mickey's like, "Oh, it's a mouse with wings. I gotta, I gotta see what's that, what that's like." <laughs> and and then and then we cut back to Randy, who's just like bug eyed, looking at the TV, like, "Oh wait, I caused the virus, and I guess Mickey did too." But but he was he's a, he's a mouse, so I, I guess in a way he didn't. I, I'm more to blame than he is, but we both kind of started the virus. I, we're kind of, you know, I'm patient zero. I. I, I I got to do something about this. Um, so Randy then calls Mickey, who's like uh, in his office talking, like making deals. Uh, he's like, no, I want, he's like, no, I want more Mandalorian. No more, you know, <laughs> more Mandalorian. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's like, bring this property back. And, you know, like he's, just, he's, I love how they portray Mickey. He's just like a greedy businessman who doesn't give a damn about anything else <laughs> except just making money. Um, and, uh, He's <laughs> just a greedy businessman. Businessman, I love it. Um, but yeah, so so he calls Mickey, and Mickey tells him, "Ah, eh, it's fine. Not, don't worry about it. I, I don't think that you know. I don't think. I don't think that we were the cause of it." Um, and then and then Randy just continues wandering around town, and <laughs> he's starting to feel guilty because one, he made a big deal of like he he was profiting. He decided to profit from the pandemic, and two, he caused the whole thing. Uh, and so he's just looking around. He's seeing all these businesses shutting down, and, and there's even an old uh, old lady 
who's who's crying because her husband's her husband's being taken from the house uh, in a gurney. Like he died, for, and and uh, I thought this was a funny cameo. Death is like right next to the door as the um, as the doctors are wheeling him out in the gurney, uh, and he's pointing at Randy. Uh, he's like, uh, "You're next," you know, uh, trying to scare him. And I thought that was a clever. I thought that was a clever cameo. Um, and as, cause it's been a while since we've seen death, like the, la- the only other time I remember him showing up was in season one when he is trying to kill Kenny and the boy and, and Kenny and the rest of the boys have to find a spot to hide out from him cause he's determined on killing him. <laughs> and, uh, so I thought that was a clever, I guess not really a callback, but a clever, well, a clever cameo, uh, of a character we haven't seen since the beginning of the show or the the first season at least. Uh, so, so yeah, after that we, um, oh yeah. And then there's this one scene where, uh, um, this guy is trying to talk to Randy. He's like, Oh, Hey man, I'm really loving the pandemic special. And I love how they, they refer to it. They've, they've kind of been doing this, this, uh, this episode and the last season in particular, they've been talking about how, uh, whenever Randy, like when they did the Christmas episode and the Halloween episode last season, they refer to them as Christmas and Halloween specials. So I love the meta humor attached to, you know, that section of the episode where, uh, in, in this episode too, where, uh, everyone keeps like Randy and then other people are talking about, Oh, the pandemic special is cool. I like it. It's just what we need in these times. And I, and it, I love how it, the, yes, he's referring to Randy's, um, you know, special on, on weed, like his special weed, uh, that he, that he's selling during the pandemic. But I love how it's also referring to the special itself because the special, the episode is called the pandemic special. So I love, I love whenever they, whenever shows do fourth wall humor and, and, um, and meta humor, fourth wall breaks and meta humor. I I love that when they're just (laughs) self-aware about the fact that they're in a show or, you know, they're like very tongue in cheek about, Oh, this is, you know, what's happening. This is, I love this, you know, I wish this, we were like this, you know. Um, but it's just, I, I love that. So, uh, so then we cut to, and then we have Cartman going, uh, over to Kyle's house and he's, you know, complaining about the fact that they have to return to school. And, uh, Cartman's like, do you hear that on the news? And think about t- making us going back to school, school. You really want to go back to that slavery? You know, Kyle, Kyle being the, you know, a reasonable, the reasonable one. He's like, dude, get out of my house. You know, like, I, I, I don't know where you've been. You could be spread, spreading germs. You gotta, you gotta go. And, uh, and then Cartman, oh, I should mention this too before, like when he was running to Kyle's house, he, uh, he had a stick, he had a, he had a stick and a flag at the end of it that said six feet. And I, and I love that, like, and he was pushing people out of the way when he was running to make sure they were six feet away from him. Because Cartman's not really a people person. And I don't, and he may, I, I feel like he wouldn't have wanted to get the virus anyway, but I love how he was using this to his advantage. He's like, I don't, I don't want to be around people anyway. I mean, if, unless I have to be. So I'm just going to push him out of the way with a stick. <laughs> and, there, and there was this like he was running through the park and there was this guy jogging and he pushed him out of the way with his stick and the guy just like shrugged at him like dude what the heck are you doing you know <laughs> i was jogging with and um but yeah I, I forgot to mention that that was a that was a funny scene uh 
so yeah, and then we uh, then we go to the elementary school where <laughs> the counselor, Mr. Mackey, is uh, having a Zoom meeting with the um, with the parents, and uh, <laughs> and he's like, okay, and he's like, so uh, can everyone hear me? Okay, okay, you can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, the meeting starts off well at first, but then Stephen, uh, ranting to, I think it's Craig's dad, I forgot his name, but, uh, Stephen ranting to Craig's dad about him, you know, wearing his chin diaper, you know, <laughs> not wearing his mask properly. And, um, and one of, one of the, uh, women, one of, I, th- I think it was, yeah, Wendy's mom was spying on one of the other parents' moms in the, in Ross and she's like, what were you doing spying on me and Ross? And she's like, well, you weren't wearing a mask. And, you know, it, it quickly devolves into just a shouting match of just obscene insults. And then Mr. Mackey just mutes all of them. He's like, you know, I could do this all day, okay? You know, I could, you're all on mute. <laughs> I, I love whenever, because, like, Mr. Mackey and Butters are, like, two of the most calm, docile people in the show. Just, it's just really nice. But I love moments in the show the moments in the show when they just get pissed off <laughs> like there's this one episode where mr Mackey, i love it when uh stan and kyle find out there was a conspiracy behind the 9-11 terrorist attacks like they find out what really caused them uh but it's, there's just a whole barrage of twists and turns throughout but uh <laughs> it's just this moment throughout the episode where mr Mackey just loses it and it's it's hilarious and, so, and Butters loses it every so often. It, it's just funny to watch them, watch these two normally calm characters get pissed off. Um, so, yeah, so the the meeting ends with Mr. Mackey explaining how uh, the teachers have all left because they weren't comfortable with, you know, teaching uh, in school. Like, they weren't comfortable being in class teaching. So... <laughs> They had to hire new teachers, and it ends up being uh, the police force, the South Park Police Department, because they lost most of their funding due to the violence that's been going on, <laughs> and they were defunded by the mayor. And then Detective Harris, the leader of them, is like, "Okay, now I know, I, I know, uh, you know, we've we've lost our jobs, but or you know, we've lost our jobs on the police force, but we're gonna get new jobs. We're gonna be, you know, the best damn teachers we can be, you know." And, uh, and he's like, he's like, I don't want to see any unnecessary deaths. And then the cops, they're all just like angrily. They're like, oh man, you know, like they're so disappointed. He's like, app, 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 no unnecessary deaths. <laughs> and uh, I just, I I love it. I just, I love when they just lampoon today's culture. <laughs> and this episode is basically, you know, them lampooning everything from 2020. Uh, but yeah, okay. So... Uh, Randy, uh, <laughs> so Ra- Randy, we, we cu- cut back to Tegrity Farms. Randy's trying to, uh, make sure his family doesn't, you know, watch the news and he finds out, but, but then he finds out that, uh, the scientists were like, oh wait, no, the virus didn't come from a bat. It came from a pangolin, which, uh, if you don't know what a pangolin is, because I didn't know what it was, it's, uh, it's basically, it's like an anteater. But then he finds out, Randy finds out that he had sex with a pangolin in China when he was with Mickey. <laughs> so he flashes back to that and he's like, oh, I, I, 
okay, well, so I did still co- create the virus, you know, because cause at first he was like, oh, okay, well, it wasn't from the bat, so I didn't cause it. But then when he finds out that it was from the pangolin and, you know, that he had relations with the pangolin, he's like, okay, well, now I caused the virus. Okay, great. <laughs> this is this is wonderful. <laughs> and he's he's doing the same bug-eyed stare, like dead stare into nothing as as he's flashing back. Uh <laughs> So, so the school opens and it's pretty much what you'd expect. Um, the, the desks are all six feet apart. They have these glass, like plexiglass shields over the front and the sides of the desk and everyone's wearing, you know, a standard, uh, mask, uh, you know, surgical mask and the cops, detective Harris and one of his uh, partners are in the classroom wearing face shields. Uh, and they introduce themselves. They're like, okay, look, we're going to be your new teachers, you know, just until everything gets sorted out. And, uh, it's at this point Cartman's dragged in and cause he, he's just, he's hell bent. He's determined on not going to class. And, uh, so they have to handcuff him to his chair. Uh, and he tries, he tries escaping and he attacks Kyle and he coughs on him just being a complete asshole. <laughs> I was like, he's like, I'll kill you. And then he fights him. And, uh, and because they're police, they're trying to detest, or they're trying to, to uh, you know, um, they're trying to prevent the situation from escalating. But that, that, but because they were defunded for police violence, uh, and because they're lampooning the police violence that happened, that's been happening these last few months, they just open fire, <laughs> and then they end up shooting Token who wasn't even doing anything. He was just sitting in his chair and they just end up shooting him and he doesn't die. I think he gets shot like in the arm and leg, but <laughs> he ends up having to go to the hospital. Um, and then, uh, and that was just hilarious because it is like parodying uh, what's been going on with all the violence between black people and the police. These, you know, since like April and I guess March, but, you know, it was really around when George Floyd died. So I think that was April, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that was hilarious. That was a hilarious moment. Uh, so, so anyway, Randy goes to, um, this, this, uh, government lab where they, they brought the paint, the United States brought the pangolin from Wuhan in and they're, you know, they're trying to study it in hopes of developing a vaccine. Uh, and because he doesn't want anyone to find out that one, he had relations with a, with a pangolin and, um, and because he doesn't want anyone to find out he caused the virus when he's been profiting from it or been profiting, profiting, you know, uh, from people's fear of it in a way, uh, you know, he's like, Hey, calm down, you know, buy this, uh, you know, he, he tries to steal it and he does. And he, and, he, and then Mickey calls him and threatens to kill him at, <laughs> because, you know, he started it and he threatens to send his DNA samples to scientists to create a vaccine. Uh, but then Randy convinces, uh, convinces Mickey to give him more time. Uh, and he promises he'll find a cure. So, uh, that night Randy goes into the hospital. He sneaks into Jimbo's, uh, room and he, (laughs) he inserts his DNA, uh, his semen mixed with, uh, marijuana and he gets him to smoke it thinking that like combining his DNA with the weed, his, uh, pandemic special weed will somehow help. 
and it, and it does. <laughs> it's magically enough. <laughs> um, strangely enough, it does work. Uh, Sharon tells Randy that Jimbo is recovered, and and Randy at which point Randy uh becomes a opens up a part time sperm bank and just <laughs> inserts his DNA um into the marijuana um and begins selling it and and giving it to people but he's interrupted when Sharon uh you know she's like cuz at first she was like oh he's great you know he got sent back from the hospital and he's you know he's with them on their in their house but she sends him back upstairs and she's like hey wait something's wrong with Jimbo and he go and he goes up and looks and he's grown a mustache identical to Randy's like he's got the same thick black like uh mustache that Randy has it's like, so his DNA got mixed, like his DNA got mixed in with Jimbo's and he just has a, his exact mustache on his face. It was hilarious. Um, and so the, and so because of this, the hospital, you know, and because he's, he's been selling the augmented, uh, pandemic special to everyone, everyone in the hospital, male and female patients are afflicted with, uh, the mustache, <laughs> You know, they all have this mustache on them. And uh, uh, Dr. Fauci shows up on the news telling people to wear masks over where the mustaches are, <laughs> forcing, uh, kind of, you know, essentially forcing everyone who was wearing them under their chins before to um, to wear them over their face. Uh, and then the news advises people just to stay home and relax with some of the pandemic special which obviously no one knows is the cause of the mustache because if they did, then they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't obviously tell people to not uh, smoke it, not use it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's like, well, that's going to make it worse. And it does. Um, as more and more people grow mustaches and, <laughs> and everything. Um, so yeah, so uh, Mr. Mackey, and we cut to the school, Mr. Mackey and all the parents are outside and he announces over a megaphone that uh, because they're going to have to quarantine their students for two weeks because um, because of all of everything that's going on. And uh, we go into the gym and Detective Harris announces to everyone that um, uh, because Token was hospitalized by the virus, uh, you know, they're going to have to be placed in the gym for two weeks. Uh <laughs> And then Stan points out, he's like, he raises his hand and Detective Harris is like, yes. And then Stan's like, yeah, we were in the hospital because, or I mean, uh, Token went to the hospital because you guys shot him. And then he takes a second and then he's like, yes, but it was due to COVID. If none of the teacher, if all the other previous teachers were here, we wouldn't have been here. He, we wouldn't have shot him and therefore he wouldn't have went to the hospital. Therefore it is COVID related or therefore it, it was due to COVID. <laughs> And Stan's like, that doesn't make any sense. But I love how they just, and it and it's it kind of goes into uh, what's happening now in the world where anytime anything goes wrong, anyone just, everyone just blames the virus. Whether it was actually, whether the virus had anything to do with it or not. But I love how he, Harris just places the blame on the virus, even though they shot him for no reason other than he was, you know, black. <laughs> just, and, um... So that was a, that was a funny scene. I love Stan calling Harris out on his on his crap. <laughs> um, so yeah, and eventually, yeah, uh, the days go by, the ni- days and nights go by, and the school is basically just becoming more of a prison. 
Um, and Butters has a freak out in the cafeteria about how he's never going to go back to Build-A-Bear ever. And, um, and Stan begins to suffer a nervous breakdown, um, due to, uh, due to, you know, them essentially being locked up in prison. (laughs) Uh, so, so he, so Stan decides to call the president. He decides to call President Garrison, who, if none of you know, uh, Garrison for the last season or two has basically become an XP or a parody of, uh, Donald Trump, where it's like, it's basically Garrison mixed with what like liberals think about Trump, you know, like what people who don't like Trump think he is, you know, racist and sexist and all that. So, and it's been funny. I, I've loved seeing president Garrison or Garrison as Trump, you know, in the all white white house, just being horrible person. It, it was just, I don't know. He's just hilarious. And Garrison's just hilarious in general, but I just combined with those, those aspects of what people think Trump is like people who don't like Trump, you know, think he is, and combined with Mr. Garrison's personality, it's just, it's always hilarious, I love whenever he shows up, but, uh, but Stan calls, gives him a call under, uh, and he accepts it because he thinks it's from, uh, Mr. Slave, and, uh, and then he tricks him into thinking it's from him, and, uh, he tells him that one of the students is sick, but, uh, he refuses to do anything about it, because, according to, uh, you know, uh, char- according to certain charts, uh, ethnic minorities are <laughs> having a higher fatality rate than white people. And because, like I said, people think that Trump's racist or people who don't like Trump thinks he- thinks he's racist. You know, that's the- and um, he's like, oh, OK, we'll ju- um, he-, he doesn't see it as a bad thing. He's like, oh, OK, well, this is fine. You know, white people aren't dying as much as like ethnic minorities. And because of, you know, back in like 2016 when he was first elected, everyone was like, oh, yeah, he does. He hates Mexicans. He's going to build the wall and keep everyone out. Uh, That's what he he mentions that. He's like, well, yeah, four years ago, I I mentioned I was going to get rid of Mexicans and this virus is killing more of them. (laughs) So and he's just being just Garrison being an awful person uh, and an awful president in in universe, you know. Uh, he's just like, yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And so he just hangs up, but not before insulting Stan. (laughs) And, um, and Stan's like, okay, well, this didn't work. Uh, so he takes, so Stan decides to take matters into his own hands and take Butters to build a bear. And, uh, he convinces everyone to break him out, which they do because the cops aren't paying attention to anything going on. They're just looking at their phones. (laughs) And, um, and then eventually, uh, you know, more unrest and unsettlement and, and, and everyone being unsettled and, you know, it causes, uh, protests and rioting and looting begin to, you know, um, erupt in the town. And, uh, I love this too. There's this montage where everyone's stealing toilet paper and I'm like, oh yeah. Cause that whole toilet, random toilet paper fiasco that happened back in March and kind of like went into April that I still do not know why that was a thing. Like what, what, why do you need that much toilet paper? I never understood that because I've, I've been working at Publix for the, like the last, well, you know, I, I was working there. I've been working there for like a, almost two years, but I, you know, when all this went down in March, that's almost other than food. That was the most, uh, the people bought, like they stocked up on toilet paper and they hoarded it. And I'm like, what happened? Why is this a thing? You know? And I feel like, uh, 
I feel like th- this is my theory. I feel like someone tweeted or, or uh, posted on Instagram or just somewhere on social media. Someone just said that the coronavirus causes diarrhea. And and he he posted that or tweeted that and everyone just believed him and just went out and began immediately stocking up on and hoarding toilet paper. That's my theory. I don't know if that's true. There could be some other unknown reason that <laughs> that that happened, but it happened. And I'll probably no, no one probably will ever understand it. Even the people who hoarded toilet paper and freaked out over it probably won't understand it but uh but anyway yeah so that was funny but then there's also a scene where they're like breaking into a shoe store and and just stealing shoes and i'm like and i thought that was kind of funny because it was like making fun of the toilet paper thing in a way but even more ridiculous but even in a more ridiculous sense because it's like why do you need it's because toilet paper hoarding toilet paper makes more sense than hoarding shoes during a pandemic because if you think about it i was thinking i'm like where are you going to be walking to? Are you going to be walking that often that you're going to wear out, you know, like 20 pairs of shoes that you bought? Like, why do you need to stock up on shoes? But I love because it was like, uh, it was making fun of the ridiculousness of everyone hoarding toilet paper, but even more extreme. It's like, why do you need uh, shoes? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, the, um, and so then what happens is, uh, the mayor sees all the polit- the the not political but the the protests and rioting and you know the chaos going on in town prompting her to tell detective harris that you know i've got your your funding's back you're good you know you can you can go and do what you need to do causing them to and then they just proceed to go down the street in tanks and motorcycles blowing shit up and killing everyone well, not killing everyone, but you know, killing a bunch of people, and then, and then, of course, it can't be a South Park episode without, um, uh, without Kenny dying, and he's running, and and that's what happens. He's running away from the police, and then they just end up shooting him with a tank, or or I think it's a cop on a motorcycle shooting him with like an AK forty seven, and he just gets shot like twenty times and falls down. <laughs> I was waiting for I I. It would have been funny though if like. Uh, I was waiting for one of the cops to say, oh, my God, you killed Kenny, you bastard. You know, I was waiting for the signature line because uh, cause Stan and Kyle weren't anywhere near where Kenny was. So obviously they wouldn't have said it, but it would have been funny if one of the cops turned to the cop who shot him and said it. But uh, they didn't. But they still had Kenny dying. So I <laughs> I love how they snuck that running joke in. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so the and and, uh, and and while this is going on, Motley Crue's. Uh, kickstarting my heart or kickstart my heart's playing in the background i love that song um but anyway so so stan cartman and kyle break into build a bear with uh butters and stan is trying to um you know build uh butters a bear but he can't and he begins to like he's projecting his own he begins to break down and uh explain how he just wanted to do something normal and kind of have everything go back to normal, but it hasn't been, and that's causing that's been causing him stress and depression, and he's been and and he's been projecting, uh, you know, all of his insecurities or all of his worries and fears and and depression and anxiety onto uh, his mission to you know get butters to build a bear, <laughs> and uh, you know Kyle uh, comforts him as Stan begins tearing up, and uh, which I thought was sweet. Um, and, and then, and then the police show up 
<laughs> and um, they're about to open fire on the boys. But Randy comes in and hands over the pangolin. Uh, and, you know, he's like, hey, I'm going to give this guys, I'm going to give this to you guys because, you know, I, it's the right thing to do. We got to find a vaccine. But Carmen, not wanting to go back to school, <laughs> grabs it and is about to shred it in the, uh, it's like a, I, I don't know if Build-A-Bear has these, but in, in the show, uh, there's this like, weird shredding machine in the store. He, he grabs it and runs back inside and he turns it on. He's about to like kill the, kill the creature. And, uh, but Stan makes a speech again about how, you know, we need to get things back to normal. And then again, mentions his, you know, he talks about, you know, how, you know, he's been a nervous wreck and really depressed these last few weeks. And again, starts to tear up and Kyle, uh, consults him, comforts him, which I thought was sweet because, you know, they're best friends. I love that. Uh, but it just, and it goes to show how people have been feeling throughout the pandemic, whether, especially people who are gener- or who are normally depressed or, you know, riddled with anxiety or fears and, or suicidal thoughts and tendencies, especially th- those people have probably been feeling a lot of, you know, of their feelings uh, during the pandemic. Uh, but I bet even people who usually don't like Stan, uh, have been feeling that over time. So I thought that was kind of cool that they added that little, uh, speech in, um, with Stan saying how he just wants things to go back to normal and he's, you know, you know, getting emotional over it, you know, cause people do, you know, and it, it hasn't gotten back to normal yet. I mean, it, we're slowly starting to get there, but you know, we haven't yet. Uh, but I, I love that they added that in to the episode. Uh, so yeah, Cartman changes his mind. He gives the pangolin to a scientist. Uh, and you know, <laughs> I love this cause they set it up, the music swelling and everything. And the scientist is like, yeah, we're going to find a cure. We're going to find a vaccine. Thanks to this. Thanks to us having the pangolin. And, and, uh, he's like, we're going to get things back to normal. And then president, and then Garrison comes out of nowhere with a flamethrower and kills <laughs> the scientist and the pangolin. And then, but and then not and then right immediately after with a smile on his face he's like okay thanks everyone and don't forget to uh, a vote in the upcoming presidential election and uh and then everyone you know begins freaking out and looting and rioting again and and the police and Randy and the boys are just looking there like what the hell just happened <laughs> like he just killed just straight up killed a dude and the only probably possible hope of us finding a vaccine and he's just like uh, you know, just vote in the election, which, and I love that too, because, you know, people, uh, I, and I love how it was kind of making fun of people, uh, parodying, or it was, it was making fun of, uh, everyone saying how the virus has gotten political. And I guess in a way it has, or people are trying to make it political. Uh, so I love how he was, how Garrison was using, like he killed the vaccine and the scientist or the, the, uh, the creature who could be used for vaccine. Um, and uh, the scientist in the hopes of this pandemic going on longer so it can make him look better and he could <laughs> he could be voted in the next term. <laughs> so I, I love that. Uh, so yeah, so the episode ends with uh, Randy's looking off in the distance and he just sees all these, it's like the whole town's on fire and there's like rioting and screaming and panicking and everything. And uh, And so South Park's, been placed on lockdown for the foreseeable future uh and randy goes upstairs to his and uh sharon's bedroom and he's about to confess what he did but he notices that (laughs) 
She also has a mustache, which means she smoked some of the pandemic special. And uh, and then Randy decides, you know what? I won't I won't tell her. I'm I think I'm gonna run a few more specials, and uh, and the episode cuts to black or cu- or ends and cuts to the credits. Uh, so so yeah, that was uh, South Park's uh, the pandemic special, and uh, I really loved it. It was uh, it was a great. You know, I th- I feel like we needed this, um, <clears throat> um, especially after everything that's happened in this year, everything, all the crazy shit that's happened this year, <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I, I love how, um, it just, la- it basically, they, they didn't hold back, and they basically just lampooned everything and parodied everything that, that's been going on this year from, you know, the, uh, racial unrest, uh, mental health, uh, people not wearing their masks right, uh, <laughs> you know, the defunding of the police and of course the virus and the COVID-19. Um, and, um, and I, and it's funny though, because I I saw this video in this article the other day where people were trying to, uh, you know, Twitter was up in flames about the special, even before it aired, you know, during, uh, they were in flames about, you know, from seeing the commercial, they're like, how can you make this? And, I don't know. I just I feel like when it comes to South Park, people can be too critical and too upset, you know, too much of a snowflake. <laughs> and uh, and they just and, and, you know, it's just, you know, with how PC everything is, it's nice that we have something like South Park to kind of make fun of of everything. And that's what South Park does. I mean, they don't hold back. They whatever they talk about. They usually, they, like, 99% of the time, they they bash both sides of either the argument or the subject or the person that they're covering in that episode. Um, and in uh, this episode was no exception. It was, the, only, the only difference between this episode and other South Park episodes is that this one had twice the length to, uh, to go over it. You know, it was an hour long. Um, but, yeah, it's just... You know, in times like these, I feel like we need uh, stuff like this. We need, like, like um, we need like AJR's Bummerland and Twenty One Pilots' uh, Level of Concern. Those songs were both talking about the quarantine, and they were both kind of catchy, upbeat songs that were talking about it and how we're going to be okay. We're going to go up from here, uh, and you know, and so and and people needed that. They liked that because they're like, oh, okay, cool. Even though you know, this, this crazy virus is spread, you know, it's nice to kind of have, you know, uh, some music and some, something in the entertainment industry to kind of, you know, keep us going and, you know, kind of, and, and then we, you know, we needed this episode because it was, uh, I feel like it, it brings people together, you know, like comedy and music, uh, (laughs) music and TV shows and everything, they bring people together and, you know, and with the crazy, with everything that's been going on this year, we need, we needed this episode. And I love how, uh, and I, and I love the comedy in it. I love how, you know, insane it got. Uh, and I just, I love South Park and I'm glad this episode aired and I'm glad that it, uh, I'm glad it was as funny as it was. And, but yeah, I just, I feel like people don't, shouldn't 
take things as seriously and just learn to laugh or remember that they can laugh because, you know, you can, you know, you don't have to be up in arms about everything just because someone else is. You can laugh at something. You can make a joke out of anything. You can make anything funny as long as you do it in a tasteful way. And I feel like South Park has always done it in a tasteful enough way, or at least, or at least in a way where like, and again, like they, they bash both sides. So, uh, of an argument or person. So, so that way any, ever anyone can, uh, watch the episode and laugh or should be able to, because they're like, Oh, even though I don't agree with this aspect, they made fun of that. So, you know, I, I, I kind of like it now, you know, but, but yeah, that's, that's just my thoughts on it. Uh, it was a great episode, great special. And I can't wait to see what happens in South Park going forward in season 24. Uh, As always, thanks for joining me on tonight's episode. And I will see you guys next week. Have a good rest of your weekend and take care.